Well, good morning, everybody. I guess it's actually about noon here. I am broadcasting on a Tuesday, and you know, it's another beautiful day here in the Pacific Northwest. But things changed. Over the weekend, Sunday, Old Man Winter decided to pay a visit to our area, and we had a bunch of snow Sunday night, and even well into yesterday on Monday, we had a lot of snow, and it's uh, today it's beautiful because the sun's out, we've got some blue sky, and but it's cold, we're going to be in frigid temperatures, I think, over the next five to seven days, it's looking to me like. But again, thank you again for, uh, for joining me. I do appreciate you taking... Your precious time. I know how busy we all are. I wanted to just share a few music. Music. Hello there. Not enough coffee, maybe. Uh, a few music and memoirs with you today. And I'm going to go over several of them. So there, none of them are real detailed. But just some of the main things I remember about it. a few of the shows that I saw over the years. One that I remember really well. And this is really funny. Uh, the Monkees. And the Monkees really had a lot of hits. I've got their greatest hits. They had quite a few really good songs. But Psalm at the Puyallup, what was at the time called the Puyallup Fair, they've changed the title since then. This would have been back in the mid-80s, probably 86, I'm thinking. And they had all just recently turned 40. And back in that day, for our rock and roll heroes, 40 was getting up there. 40 was getting up there. And I remember when the lights went down and they brought them out, they rolled them out in hospital beds. Rolled them out in hospital beds like they were old and decrepit and... And then the music kicked in. They had a really hot backup band, and it was just the three of them. Michael was not with them at the time. And the three of them jumped out of their beds and grabbed their instruments, and probably like uh, the Monkees theme or Last Train to Clarksville, one of those I think is what they opened up with. And then moving on a little bit to, this is going to go back a bit actually to the very early 80s. I saw Clapton many times over the years. Um, some of them are kind of vague to me. I can't imagine why. And this was back to like the very early 80s when he was at the Paramount Theater. And the opening act before he came out was a group. I'd never heard of them at the time. They were, I think they were kind of new, called the Fabulous Thunderbirds. And they were hot. You had Kim Wilson up front, the little flat cap on and a harmonica and singing, and of course on guitar was Jimmy Vaughn, brother of the famous Stevie Ray Vaughn. Jimmy's pretty famous too. So they kind of kicked the show off, and then the lights went down, and the opening notes, the piano intro, a real long piano intro to, uh, was really awesome though. Tulsa Time, they kicked into Tulsa Time, Clapton's band. And out, out walks, I'll never forget it, out walks like Mr. Cool. They, they opened up a Tulsa time, the band is just doing the chops, if you listen to the song, the opening. And out walks Mr. Clapton, looked like Mr. Cool, he had on a leather jacket, and he was, had a cigarette in his mouth, and he takes the cigarette and sticks it into the neck of the guitar, and just started chopping away with the band, and of course it just went from there. Really, really hot show with Mr. Clapton. Uh, a couple of just real short memoirs, and I'm just kind of going through a list here of some things I just thought of over the last couple of days and jotted down. You saw uh, My brother-in-law and I saw Johnny Winter at a, a little nightclub in Seattle. And same thing for Mick Taylor. Mick Taylor being the slide player that played with the Stones, and way back in the early days, John Mayall, and he's done some things on his own. And 
a little tiny venue on each of those guys separately. One was Johnny Winter and one was Mick Taylor. And then a really cool show at the Temple Theater in Tacoma, an old theater in Tacoma, a lot of history behind it, was Chrissy Hind and the Pretenders. And that was, that was a really, really, really cool show as well. And we're going to move on to, this would have been the early 90s. Went and saw Acoustic Heart in Ballard. Real small little venue in Ballard. And they actually had like Moroccan carpets, Egyptian looking carpets, and curtains across the back. And I mean, it was just a really neat show. And I remember um, after the first song, they had Nancy walks up to the mic and she goes, Welcome to our living room. It was really, very really cool. But even the, the, more, the more cool part of that evening was John Paul Jones was guesting with them. He was in, playing back up with them. Various instruments, because he's a multi-talented musician. He's an unbelievable, really, from Led Zeppelin. And that was very cool, too. So that was a neat show. And then, uh, same subject, Anne and Nancy, with their group. Their other group at the time was called the Lovemongers. Saw them at Borders Bookstore in Tacoma. And Borders no longer in business, long ago closed doors, but Borders Bookstore in Tacoma, Ann and Nancy, and their group Lovemongers, which were pretty acoustic, they actually played a little set, and I remember I was just kind of into it, like I do when I hear my music, I just have to move, I'm moving, and my face and is smiling, and I remember really clearly looking across the room, because they were literally maybe 40, 40 feet from me other side of the of the room there, I remember looking in the face of, of Nancy, and she looked me right in the eye, she could tell I was grooving, and she got this big grin, like, you're getting into this. And then they went and sat at a table afterwards and signed autographs, so I actually got to talk to them for a minute, and still have the, the Lovemongers CD with their autographs. That was cool. Another one, this is one that my brother-in-law and I went to, and we're rolling through them here. Uh, I'll go back and do some more of these in the, in the real near future and be more detailed, but I just want to hit some hot high points of some of these shows. This is one my brother-in-law and I went to. Um, it was at the Emerald Queen Casino. This was back in around 2002. I mean, that's probably not exact, but very close. And it was Burton Cummings, and he'd reunited with Randy Bachman because there had been some... There had been some issues between the two of them for a long time, but they were back together with the band, The Guess Who. That was a really hot show. They did all the Guess Who hits. They did a lot of uh, Burton's um, solo songs, and they did a lot of Randy Bachman's solo stuff with Bachman Turner Overdrive. And Randy actually got the biggest hands. When they do the BTO songs, that's when they really got to the audiences. The audience really went pretty crazy on that. And then finally, here's another one that just, I'll never forget this. Went and saw B.B. King. Again, this would have been around mid-80s mid, mid 80s time frame. Went and saw B.B. King at the Paramount Theater in Seattle. And his bus was parked out front. Had his name on it. Beautiful bus. His touring bus. And I'll never forget when he walked out, they introduced him, and he walked out onto the stage, and they strapped on his guitar. I don't know what it was. It was almost like a spiritual moment for me. I was overcome with emotion. I remember just the tears just flowing down my face. I, I think it was just like, oh my God, here is a legend, Mr. B.B. King. And of course, he was playing his, his guitar, Lucille. His guitar, who he named Lucille. And anyway, what a great show. 
But thanks again, everybody. That's about it for today. I did go eight minutes, which is longer than my norm, and I will do more of these in the very near future. If you're here in the Northwest and it's snowy and it's icy, just be careful. Love you all. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you very much.